You're listening to Longkang Kitties. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Longkang Kitties. This is John Wang, the most handsome butt ever on the face of the planet. I have truly a beautiful butt. And with all the ugly buggles we have, will be Jerry, Angie and Dan. How are you uggos doing today? My butt has got a pimple I have no idea what you're talking about. Of course you don't. You have no idea what a beautiful butt looks like, Angie. Hey, 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 how do you get your butt so beautiful? How do you, how do you, do you snip off pimples or what? It's all part of the handsome soap that I got from Nice. Oh, you dropped it, right? And then like some (laughs) bugger buggered you. Is that what happened? So you have got like the most beautiful butt. It's liquid soap lah. It's not those bar of soap. What? Which century are you living in, Angie? Oh my goodness. Dude, don't you know like bar soaps are like the new luxury items? Correct. Yeah, this so is artisanal soaps and the, for like fifty dollars. And nice is not nice is not like luxury brand. <laughs> I just shop at cheap shit, you. So today we have a whole host of topics. <gasps> the first one will be Singapore Art Museum invites Amanda Heng to do an exhibition purely on Piku. <laughs> I'm just fucking <laughs> on, on just fucking butts lah. Have you guys gone to the website to see? Well, even Not just looking at the mothership article, there's already like I only saw the mothership butts. article. Yeah, uh, there's already twelve butts here. The website is funny, man. It's just like the photos of the butt just like marching towards you. So cute. Oh, now I'm on the website. Now, yeah, now I want to go and see. Wow. What is what the website? The fuck? It's on the mothership Holy article. Shit. It's like a combination of um. 90s style graphic yeah. of internet. It's just a weird thing and then they flip and I, I don't know. It's like this uh, waves of butts that come towards you on the screen. Wow. And then they flip over all at once. Uh, Angie, um, Interesting. I'm going to ask you another one of those like, weird questions, okay? Uh, but mm-hmm. you can feel free to cut this off, okay? But like, if you show people's butts in a particular angle, right, you actually can see like the other tralala as well, right? But how come uh-huh. in the, the vagina angles, room. yeah, in the angles that she took, right, her photographs cannot see tralala one. Because clearly her focus is butts la. But normally, if you t- but <laughs> but normally if you take it at <laughs> a camera angle that is butt level, straight off full frontal butt, and if you stare like normally, right, can can't. Okay, I, I don't, I've seen a lot of anatomy photographs. I'm quite sure you can see, like, <laughs> anatomy the snatch there. <laughs> I'm quite sure you can see the snatch. Some of it looks like it's been, it's been yeah, digitally exactly. removed, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. The, there's the gap, right? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. See, John gets it. So yeah. why so are you, do you like, think, Do you think these are, are all, all, all digitally altered? Yeah, of course. Uh. I'm not surprised so if it is. No lah, there's not, nothing lah. I'm just, I just want to say I'm very smart because I spotted it. You know, that's all me. Congratulations. Wow, this, this, that L1R5 really fucking paid off, man. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and truly, Singapore is on this. I'm just so confused this. by the butts. Oh, I'm loving this. Oh my goodness. NG, I'm seeing this now. Okay, do we need to read about this article? Because I don't, I don't think we really need that. We can Do just... I need to read it? I can read some parts of it. So the, the gist of it, The right? SAM is calling for public participation in an artist art project called Single Online Project. And this is a project where you can take photos of your butt and submit it to the artist online and your butt will be featured. It's a decade-long series, by the way, that she started in 2010. And the project aims to defy the demure image of a Singapore airline stewardess who is seen as an icon in Singapore and a standard for feminine identity. So this is one of those artworks, right, where I firmly believe uh, that the artists have expended more mental effort, right, writing the fucking gobbledygook into this fucking spiel, right, rather than the actual art itself. <laughs> I'm actually just reading the article right now, and then, like, this is really quite interesting. And this, which might answer your question, Dan Wong, of why there is no vagina in, or wh- okay. why the labia lips are not seen in the photos, it's okay. because um the artist said that she realized people, including herself, have never seen how their bottoms look like, even though it's an important part of the body, just like the face. So you can see your vagina, 
if you like crane your head down far enough. Okay. And if you're like flexible enough, but there's zero way you can see how your bottom look like, which is entirely true. No, the reason why there's no fucking vagina in the photos, right, is because she, you know, if she put it on, SAM will not take on this fucking project. That's the only fucking reason that there's no vagina in, the, in any of the photos. It's yeah. like, butts are okay, but vaginas are not okay, even though they're, like, so entirely closely linked and no. so but Even so, they could have been photoshopped better. Like, for example, if, if let's say, you, you can see, right, instead of digitally removing the vagina, she should use the smudge tool or something to warp the butt cheeks to cover it. Because some of these look look very weird. No, I'm telling you, I'm looking at a, a picture now that's an anatomically incorrect, and that that really irks me. <laughs> that is really what you are irked about. Yes, then Wong, I totally believe you. <laughs> God damn it. Anyways, do um, we really need to go to SA, SAM to see anatomically precise fucking buds, Dan Wong? Couldn't you just go to Pornhub? No, John. If you cannot differentiate between porn and art. Then you certainly must be some kind of philistine. This is definitely porn. Uh. It's just disguised as art. I, I wouldn't call it I porn yeah, because there is nothing would, titillating about there's it. There's nothing at all titillating. <laughs> it's you need a bit of imagination. Are, what depends on who you're asking, right? Or who who would find this titillating? I'm curious. The the uncle on the street, is it? Maybe know, maybe some kind of Batman, uh, right? Or maybe. Like I mean, the I'm, I'm but I'm not shot a in the most unflattering, like none sensual way and there's no like color correction on some of them like some of the colors are greenish tinge everybody has got pimples maybe, on their butt so I maybe that's maybe that kind of like um, that adds to the whole mystique right which is like imagine you're the guy who really lo- love upskirt photos yeah then it, all, all the upskirt photos all have the so called the imperfections right the, the, the no color correction the, the really weird contrast whatever and this really fits into your fucking fantasy. Quick, someone Google whether the artist came from US. <laughs> why, why, why? What's that got to do with anything? No, the artist came... Oh, 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 uh, ah, she sorry, was slow. an ex-civil servant, right? Or something like that. Yeah, she Once was a civil servant. Maybe her mind got warped there. But anyways, like, what I wanted to say was that all the butts are pretty much the same sized-ish. Yeah, that's also one variations in, like, how perky the butts are, but that's pretty much it. There's no, like, very, very skinny people or there's no very, very fat people. Oh, so she curated. That's not fair. She said, just sub me and then she's supposed to put it in. No lah, and she got lah. Got, got, got fatties and skinnies or so lah. Got lah. No, they're like variations of the same theme, you know. There's no, like, extreme Oh, well, I mean, butts. there's a very hairy one. Where, where, where? where? Which one? Page one. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. <laughs> okay. I saw one with a birthmark. Oh my goodness, yeah. oh Jesus Christos, tap dancing the, Christ. The one, I don't see it. All the way down, Angie, all the way down. But anyways, right, I just want to point out, right, like, the most ridiculous part isn't the gallery of butts. It is like how the, the butts are cropped oh. in a in an oval shape. And oh, then like there it? is like a border of flower flowery ornaments surrounding it. Yeah, that, that's referencing the, the kabaya of the And then know, like Singapore the Airline really, girl. really weird Sin Girl, S-I-N-G-I-R-L in like a, some serif yeah, font I, I wish that she is hadn't across the butts I wish she of hadn't all these girls. Yeah, I wish she hadn't done that. It's so this interesting. Is a very reminiscent of Angel it's Fire website. It's like PowerPoint website. project, you know? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, correct, correct. But do you think... Do you think so amazing. You know, it being so so unpolished adds to its authenticity. What authenticity? Like, what what the fuck are we doing here? First of all, uh, let me just say for, for <laughs> we the we are talking right? about the okay. artwork. Uh, I've never is, done that before. This is complete fucking yeah, garbage. Exactly. Uh. This is the worst piece of art I've seen this oh, fucking year. Okay, wouldn't this say is it's not garbage. This is not art. This is just fucking pornography disguised as something else. And this <laughs> is clearly like a boomer. The, the only the only thing uh, that this thing has to offer, right, is just publicity. There, there's gonna be a lot of clicks, right? There's gonna be a lot of excitement and buzz, right? And there's gonna be there's gonna be boomers more boomery than I am going on Facebook posts claiming that this will destroy the mind of young kids everywhere, whatever, right? I don't give a shit about oh any of that. Gosh. But this is terrible. This is not art. This is fucking I'm human quite sure it's art. I'm quite sure it's art. Dude. Clearly, yeah. you've not like, <laughs> uh, you've not been updated about the last I don't know fifty, sixty years of art, of conceptual art, of conceptual art. All of them are art fucking is garbage. What we call it's, it is. It's, none of it, none of it exists in my mind. They have all been erased, and they are 
or I'm just it's the renaissance for me that, that's when art started and he hasn't <laughs> as far as I'm concerned right uh, that's when Jerry was born as well hasn't ha- we haven't left that era we're still in that era <laughs> but anyways I think like what she did do is actually really smart like in generating like discussion Publicity. Hmm. about butts hmm. <laughs> I want hmm. to know how much money they spent on this installation Correct. Actually, this brings brings into you know a good value about a discussion of whether it's art or not. Uh. So if you if you think like for example, for me, one of the criteria of art is that it has to have value. So in this case, right, if the SAM commissioned this, or if it was, or if a curator or a gallerist, oh, it wasn't. Then who paid for this website? Who paid for the three D? As who in, like this has been going on since twenty ten. So they might have acquired it, but they didn't commission it. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't know if they acquired it. La. They could have just like asked her to loan it to them or what. Anyways. So she paid for I, this out of her own dime. So, I mean, like, there's no not much money, right, involved. People take their photos and submit to her. All she need, needs to do is the website. Well, that's still effort. That's the conceptualization. There's still effort. Sure, of course. But, I mean, if you're talking about upright costs. Yeah, taking a maybe, shit is like, also effort, right? <laughs> Fiddling with your microphone is effort. I just always assume that somebody reading an ultramarine novel is effort. But well, clearly, not all not all efforts are like well, valuable. I, I think the point I'm trying to make is that <laughs> somebody paid her for this, then there is value, law. Imagine if somebody paid her like ten thousand dollars. for even. this? I don't think anybody paid. Who the fuck would pay for this? Oh, it has yeah, to be. I don't. Oh, uh, have you seen the installation at SAM? They built like walls and like they have they have to pay for the texts that they are stuck on the wall. I know, and, I know, like, but all that, the video that, stuff. That might be SAM just putting it up, right? Maybe it's maybe it's Amanda. No, but it incurred cost. Yeah. So maybe it's Amanda incurred the cost. I don't know who No, there's no such thing. You cannot just walk into the SAM and be like, Hey, I want to like rent your gallery space. I don't think you can. Uh, yeah, so she's my, my point I'm trying uh, to make is that, that yeah, of course the artist that's invited yeah. is, is uh, paid a fee, right? So yep. imagine, John, somebody, okay, it, no, if it doesn't have to be $10,000, even if it's $500, afterwards, you are selling your PlayStation and she buys that PlayStation for you using the $500 that she earned for putting butts up on the internet. So therefore, there is value already because it's already been converted. Somebody paid money for this. So it's already of value. It's already $500 dues. Oh my goodness. I tell you, if let's say uh, I'm going to go on OnlyFans, right? And I see those butts on OnlyFans, I'm going to fucking report her. Why? <laughs> report whom? Because uh, Amanda that is, Hing? Uh, yeah, because that is, um, that's, you, that's, that's like what, revenge porn, right? Not revenge porn, it's like, what do you call it when you submit pornography of people who don't know that they are in the pornography? My mind is so blown. Submit pornography of people. Oh, that means taking videos of people illegally. Or photos, ah. Wait, wait, I don't understand. Is this, is this, is this like, are you asking me to go OnlyFans now and check? I think you are, right? Okay, I'm going to go OnlyFans now and check every okay, single button. It'll be good, it'll be good if you can check, ah. Uh. You can use that fucking PlayStation money to go and pay for all these accounts. <laughs> Remember to get a $3 OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, anyway, the worst thing about this exhibition is, is, there are two, okay, Dan Wong's take, Dan Wong's hot art takes. There are two terrible things about this. Number one, the fucking boomer comments on Facebook and on Mothership and all that shit. The second is the fucking sing girl font and that border is fucking ugly. Well, I mean, Amanda Heng herself is no spring chicken, so maybe she she has come from a different era and all these things are... <laughs> Jerry, are you being ages to a fellow dinosaur? Yes. yes. <laughs> no yes. spring wow. chicken? <laughs> yeah, you know. So, I mean, I'm not... I'm not criticizing the fact that she's putting up butts. I'm crit- I'm just saying that, you know, she probably came from an era where she has certain aesthetical tastes and that translates into her. Perhaps she was an you know? ex-civil servant. Yeah, possibly. Jerry, possibly. you came from the civil era when the first spring taste. chicken was born. Definitely no spring chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody is going to call you a spring chicken. Don't worry, Jerry. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm... I'm Closer to fried chicken than spring chicken. It, I'm, okay, let's put this way. I'm closer to fried chicken than spring chicken is to an egg. What the fuck? Okay, anyways, it doesn't matter. Excellent analogy. Speaking of excrements coming out of buds, we now have to clear our trays from hawker centers from, what is it, September? September 1st. Okay. 
September 1st. So to give a little bit of context as well, NGR I read it out. already have a serious discussion on it. Shit, yeah, please read it out, NG. Thank you. According to Channel News Asia, the Singaporeans who do not clear their trays from the tables face fines from 1st of September. Uh, First-time offenders will receive a written warning. Second-time offenders will face a composition fine of $300, while subsequent offenders may face court fines. Whoa. So to help people familiarize and adjust to these new measures, there will be a three-month advisory period from 1st of June to August the 31st. No enforcement will be taken during this period. Safe distancing ambassadors, SG clean ambassadors, community volunteers, and NEA officers will remind diners to clear their tables. Visual cues such as posters and banners will be installed as reminders, said NEA. Anyways, I think there is a caveat. So, so kids under a certain age and the elderly and disabled people are exempt from this. So, like, if, if they don't return their trays, it can be fine. That's excellent okay, so I'm news. Safe. Yeah, I'm so safe because I'm, I'm, I'm disabled. And Jerry, you are elderly. <laughs> <laughs> like, mentally disabled. Then we'll I have time, Hi. Starbo. So, of course, you can imagine a lot of Singaporeans are extremely upset about it. And Angie is very upset that people are upset. <laughs> yeah, because I think it's fucking stupid. Okay. Like, what's so difficult about returning a fucking tree? You know, I've thought about... I've thought a lot about the... the Like, the so-called the back and forth that we have, right? And I don't want to debate you, lah. Let me extend, right? An alternative viewpoint for you to consider. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that you can kind of see... Okay, at least where I'm coming from, lah. I don't care about other people and how entitled they are and whatever, okay? So uh-huh. the way that I look at it, right, is that every piece of real estate have some management. And yep. this management company, right... Could be NEA, it could be some outsourced company, it could be like, and I think NTUC is one of them, Kofu, so and so forth, right? All these people, uh, big mm. players, they are managing hawker centers. Mm. And you can be sure, right, that in every one of their tenancy agreement, uh, when the hawker, uh, the, the, the actual hawker vendor, right, signs on with the, with the space, there will be a whole set of rules and regulations that the hawker need to adhere to. Now, from the end of the, of the management company, one of the things either explicitly or implicitly stated would be the cleanliness of the place. Because nobody wants to dine in a in a dirty ass, filthy motherfucking shithole. And so if for example, okay, the hawker right defaults on their payment uh for the rental, the management right will have every right and authority to go in and seize the the, the, the place and every every item inside. They can bring the hawker to court, they can um, do all sorts of legal things to the hawker, right? Should they breach their agreement? So the way that I'm seeing this, right, is that now, uh, it seems like, right, the management is on the verge of breaching their their side of the agreement in keeping the place clean. And instead of saying, right, okay, if if there's a problem, right, how do we kind of like mitigate this problem? How do we solve this problem? The government is now stepping in on behalf of all these corporations and shielding them from their consequences of their own action or inaction, I should say. And they are kind of passing it off, right, as though this whole exercise is uh, is a matter of uh, civic consciousness or COVID prevention, which I don't buy, lah, frankly. COVID okay, prevention? my point of view. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, like, part of it is also hygiene, right? Because, like, you're asking elderly people, okay, let's face it, most of our cleaners are, like, above 60 people, right? They are going to touch your dirty trays and your used tissues that you use to swipe your snot and your, and your, you know, like, your saliva and whatnot. And most of them don't wear gloves, alright? And they are touching all these things multiple times a day to clean your shit. The tray return, right, will not actually solve that problem. So they what still, the tray return still, does? They still have to touch all those stuff at the tray return station. Yeah, but let's say if you... Okay, so that's one thing. The point of returning the trays, right, is that A, if you're not a jackass who is one of those people, you eat your bones, you throw it all over the table, you leave messes of chili sauce and gravy. If you're not one of those assholes, there is actually very little chance that the table will be dirty because you eat like a civilized person, right? 
So if mm-hmm. the table's not dirty and you just fucking return your tray, that is no problem. Yeah, absolutely. But once again, but, right, it, it doesn't... Like, okay, you go on first. Yeah. yeah, so anyways, once you return the trays, they will still have to clean the table. They will still have to clean the, the dirty bowls and return them to the hawkers. They will still have to clean the floors and all the surrounding areas, etc, etc. We are just taking this one step to make things easier. And the other thing is, like, you're actually helping the hawkers because people don't have to stand around waiting for, like, these cleaners to clear the tray before they can sit down and have their meals. I will agree, so right, the turnover if it's about, rate is a lot faster. I will agree about the helping the hawkers part, right? If the management, right, reduce their rental, that means take out the portion of the rental, right, that stipulates that it's for the cleaning services. Or at least reduce it. Because the spirit of this change here, right, is that there isn't enough cleaners, so we need to take steps on ourselves to reduce the burden of the cleaners. So as a result, the, the management don't have to hire so many cleaners. But is the cost, right, that is being safe, quote-unquote being safe, is it passed on to the hawkers and in turn passed on to us? That is a very different discussion. I think it's I in the I think is... I think it's in the spirit of what I'm trying to say, which is that there is a disturbing trend, right, in Singapore that I noticed where governments are stepping in to mitigate the the consequences of all these corporations. So SMRT was forced to pay a hefty fine, which LTA paid for. SPH has uh, has fucked up, and now the taxpayers need to step in and pay for SPH instead of being a privately run entity. And then now, right, we have this thing where there is an increase that normally in the free market, what we will do is to say, okay, uh, we may need to increase the salary of cleaners. We need to attract more cleaners somehow. We need to attract younger cleaners, so on and so forth. But they are not doing any of that. They don't have to because why Why should we uh, deplete our bottom line in exchange right, for something that we do right that doesn't actually provide any additional value to the management? It provides value to the hawkers. I agree. But it doesn't actually do anything for the management themselves. The management only cares about taking the rental from the hawkers. Jay, you want to chime in on this? I would say... Since you're a son of hawkers. <laughs> well, I mean, this is this is completely different from, from what my dad does, right? Because my dad doesn't serve food. But my dad is a hawker in the sense where he sells the food to people and they take away. So people don't eat directly oh, wait, immediately. Jerry, I want to ask you something also. Was your dad one of those people in the early days, right, where they have to clean their own plates? No, no, that's why I say my my you just dad doesn't. He no, no, yeah. I mean in the past, in the past when I mean when he when he did have. To, of course, of course, yeah. yeah. It, this this was before I was born. My parents were also the type of hawkers, so they do before obviously have to clean born. their own plates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before yeah, in the born. past, in the past, I still remember that yeah. the they, hawkers, right? They have to, like the hawkers themselves need to go around mm-hmm. the tables and pick up their own plates. And do the yeah, which is why themselves. you have to sit close to their stalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and past a certain area, like say for example, hey uncle, I'm sitting over there. And you're like, no, 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 I'm not gonna take your your food all the way over there. You stay here and wait. On one on one level, I I can definitely understand where uh, John is coming from because right now, right, what you're doing is you're you're telling everyone, okay, if you are not going to clean your table, right, you cannot find. So you better clean your fucking table, okay? Then you clean your table already. Then what? Even if the cost doesn't get passed on to us, does it get passed on to the hawkers? The savings, I mean, not the cost. But the I'm I'm very sure those enterprises running the hawker centers will say, which is what you guys have explained just now already. Oh, even if you bring all the plates and so on to the collecting stations, we still have to hire the cleaners to clean the plates and so on and so forth. So there's no cost reduction. There's only chore reduction for the employees. I don't think the cost will come down significantly even if people do this but one of our friends uh, Parker from Parker Blocks he actually said this on his uh, own Facebook his personal Facebook basically he's like oh so he has come down to fines and punishment it it speaks more rather of how the the big G feels like they need to do things rather than why they need to do it I'm not sure if I can <laughs> I'm making myself Even like when we had to put on a mask it, At first it was like Oh okay please put on your mask And then immediately overnight It was like Fucking put on your mask Otherwise it's 300 bucks from you No but that is also part of a it's Part of a problem with how The government Whenever they, they disseminate information they, they tend to want to Do small little things here and there And confuse the fuck out of people You know And, and in, in the same sense what's happening right now is the same thing. It's like, they're no, like, Jerry, oh, I, 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 
I don't think it's the same thing. These are two quite different issues. Clearing your tray and wearing mm. a mask are two entirely different issues, I feel. If the government, I mean, me being somebody who dislikes the government, if the government says, mm. oh, there's a pandemic going on, wear your mask or you'll find you, that's acceptable. But when, when you do stuff that, re, you know, like tray return, it starts to encroach onto this territory that I'm not quite so comfortable with. I mean, if I use the slippery slope argument, uh, what's going to happen next, you know? Are they going to find me for not queuing, queuing up? Are they going to find me for not keeping to the left on the, ele- on the escalator? I mean, how, 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 where will this stop? So I feel like personally, this this is the same thing that I've been harping on on Lungkang Kitties over and over and over again. This is simply government incompetence. That that if you if you yeah. cannot <laughs> if you cannot make people do something, you just oh implement a fine. Use use money yes. to motivate people. Okay, then I think you were disagreeing with me, but actually you just explained the point I was trying to make. You know, so thanks. <laughs> Gov- you know, government I, incompetence. <laughs> yes, I think it's not just government incompetence. It's also the fact that I think they are running out of ideas and no, the every- basically right. The government thinks that we are like puppies or something. Yeah, exactly. You know, at first, they try treats, right? They give you a treat, right? And then, after, like, the third time you don't know how to sit down after they say sit, right? They switch to electric collar. And it'll shock the shit out of you so that you behave. If I was the dude in charge of the government, I would hire a very capable person to create culture. So the important thing is that you want to create a culture of shame. You can true a (laughs) multi-pronged campaign of advertisements, of education, you know, create a, a culture where if you do not return your tray, you are looked down upon, you are shamed, you are made fun of. No, no, you just, just get the exactly la- like you just get the lady from Game of Thrones with the bell. Shame. <laughs> yeah, shame, shame. Walk you through the walk you through the city like naked. You must get oh, into the psychology of things. The solution should come from psychology, not from, you know, like uh, oh fine, fine, fine. No, or but, do but- as I say. Whatever whatever they have tried is also producing a certain kind of culture. Right? It's a culture of bailing out corporations that, despite given all the all the advantages, still couldn't figure out shit from whether it comes from your asshole or someone else's asshole, you know. I've looked up on Google, which Demong doesn't have access to, so I'll tell you now. <laughs> oh, tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> so the average salary for a cleaner in Singapore is about somewhere between 1,400 to 1,500 something. And you construct you contrast that right with something like a construction worker, uh, like a foreign construction worker. They are earning something like two thousand two to two thousand two thousand three to two thousand five. A lot of it is deducted for their lodging and their whatever you know. So if you deduct everything right, I think their actual take home is actually very little. Yeah. It's like, like thousand plus or something, right? Sorry? Not so little but thousand plus, you know. Yeah. Okay. So I but I don't think cleaners they have lodging and whatever. I think they still use they still mm-hmm. have to pay for their own lodging. So yeah. it kind of works out. But here's the thing, we are willing to hire more construction workers, right? Precisely because the construction worker can generate the value. So when they build the whatever fucking new condo, uh, then they can sell the fucking thing for however many millions of dollars, right? But when it comes to cleaning, right, there is no actual created value. We are just doing maintenance. There's no like translation, right, of if I spend this thousand five, I can get something in the future. And I think this mindset needs to go. This the when it doesn't translate directly on paper, right, doesn't mean it doesn't generate the value it requires. And this is also a problem with the Singaporean mindset in general. So mm-hmm. your extrapolation of that is basically saying that if we give value to cleanliness, then the salary will go up because we value it. But I can tell you right now, right, with this thing... Is that uh, what you're trying to say? Would the salary go up or go down? If let's say right, right now we implement this 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 um fine, uh, this uh, September 1st fine, I almost guarantee right that the salary of the cleaners wouldn't not monetarily go down, but because of future inflation, they, they will just stagnate and it will go down in the future. I, I don't think it will go down, but... At the same time, because you have eliminated the need for all the cleaners to move around to pick up plates, they don't have to hire so many. So the the, the yeah, you just know, stagnate, M- lo. Yeah, MOM can either okay, either it'll stagnate, but it, it'll be like a show and tell for MOM. You know, it's like hey, our cleaners' salary has gone up because we're providing them with training and whatever. You know, so it's not minimum wage but progressive wage, right? But at the same time, you're hiring less of them, so obviously. Whoever is running the show, who all the enterprises running Cocker and food centers, possibly will save a little bit because they don't have to hire so many. It saves a lot. Okay, so my problem with it, right, is okay, I have a problem with us being fined for not returning the trays. Definitely, I have a problem with that. But I also have a problem with people who are like really just bitching about returning trays because they're so lazy to return it. 
Most people are not bitching about the management issue. Most people are just bitching about having to return trays. Yeah, that's why I come to you right with uh, alternative. So yes, point. if you're saying yeah. if you're telling me that your issue is with management not facing consequences and hawkers still having to pay the same sum of money, I will agree with you. Like this is a fucking stupid shit. My beef is with people who are bitching about literally yeah, having to be the truth. You've come to compromise. Oh, no. oh, if only peace in the Middle East could be just as easily <laughs> resolved. Dan Wong. Yeah. What, what, I'm actually what very solution? disappointed because I was all ready to like fight you, John. I already thought of like so many wonderful examples in my head to refute you. Now I can't use them at all. Damn. You know why? Because I anticipated your this move. Oh no. And I cut you off. <laughs> cut you <laughs> your Anyways. Anyways, wait, 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 I do wait. think that I want like, to know, I want to know how Dan Wong, if placed in charge, right, uh, without using the shaming, the because you cannot put a minister of shame in 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 the government, right? Okay, why not? Uh, well, you can't okay, give me a reason why. Um, okay, you can't use a minister of shame. You have to handle okay. it yourself personally. How would okay. you do it? Okay, what I'll do is that I'll commission a bunch of scientists to create a sort of uh. Uh, not ha- not fatal, but a uh, very debilitating poison. Imagine a poison, right? <laughs> Jesus. That after 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 consuming grandma, a little- no, grandma, <laughs> wake up, grandma. <laughs> after after consuming a little bit of this poison, right, you will burst into explosive diarrhea. You'll go, and then wow, it's like explosive shit raining out of your pants. Okay, so I will commission them to create this, and I also commission them to create an instant one hundred percent super workable antidote for it. So what we will do is that we will form uh, around Kofu and all that, we will form this kind of tray, uh, a queue, just like the trace together queue. So you enter the, the food court. Okay, the first thing you do is compulsory. You have to go and take a shot of this poison. Then you faster go and go and go and order your food, eat it. Then you must faster put the tray back, and then only the tray tray machine will dispense the antidote. Then you drink the antidote, and then you'll be on your way. So it's, just it's all fine. It's, it's, Wait, that's just a fine with extra steps. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is very different. This is very different because it is worse than a fine. It, yeah, with it, extra steps. No, you don't understand I the psychological the effect of diarrhea. It's explosive diarrhea. It's expo- Guys, it's explosive diarrhea. Explosive diarrhea everything. is the only way to make people do what you want them to do. John, I'm, John, this yeah. is not just a fine. This, this is not just a fine with extra steps. This is uh, pre-fining you uh, until you do the right thing. Then they give you the takeaway that fine. And the cost for making the, the poison, for man- making manufacturing all that, will be borne by Malaysia. <laughs> why? Sure. Because, because, because why not? Because they are the reason for our creation. So therefore, you know, because they declined the merger, you know, in you know in the past, so they should pay for our manners. I think wait, I think you should make the issue knights pay for it instead. The who? Uh, the issue knights? Yeah. Because nah, nah, I'm nah, fairly nah. certain, right, that the issue knights are responsible for ninety percent of the dirty tables in Singapore. John, I'm gonna go down right now to the coffee shop underneath your block and I'll I will find like a filthy piece of of like tissue paper filled with snot. It's actually planted by me. <laughs> I'll take a photo of it and show you. No, but I rest my case. Don't clear the table because you are gonna be fine or whatever. Clear the table because Singapore is your fucking home and you don't live in a big sty, right? <laughs> you is clear your own wish- home, right? You you, wisdom, you don't I thought, wisdom from the old I thought man. you don't I leave thought your place around at home, right? Though. But this is wise. This is true. It's wise. What Jerry said is wise. We should be good citizens. We should be civic-minded citizens. At the end of a gun, yes, we should. Yeah, I would exactly. Like- don't don't wait until people point a gun at you be- before you go. And, oh, I must do this. Must do that. You know, it is 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 almost saying like your your mom keep telling you to clean your room and you don't clean your room. But then when she pull out a cane, she's like, okay, okay, I clean, I clean, I clean. Then you do half No, job. no, I, I've got uh, one last thing I want to say. Mm-hmm. I want all those people who leave the tables dirty and, like, disgusting and, like, are bitching about, like, having to return their trays to have, like, bloody explosive diarrhea. That's Amen. All. I, have, I think I have one last thing to add. I recently came across pigeons that would otherwise hang out at the Kopitiam downstairs. They are actually going to the empty grass field next to the next to my block to actually start to searching for food place. yeah wow. because no there's no leftovers on the Kopitiam anymore you know they cannot the go to the Kopitiam the of Singapore 
yeah, you know. <laughs> and and the best part is because there there are all the all the construction not construction sorry all the foreign laborers are, are not allowed to go and cut grass and because they don't want people to band together and play in the fields all the grass are being overgrown. It's just is that why they're not cutting grass? Because they want they don't want people like playing in the fields. I guess that's part of it, and the <laughs> other part of it is maybe they cannot find enough people to do it because they're all in quarantine. There are like lots of butterflies in my estate right now, and I'm very yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like last year during circuit breaker during that month, so many of yeah. the uh, weeds were growing, and there are so much insects. So you know. See, the problem is human beings. If fifty percent of the human beings were eliminated from this planet, all the problems would be solved. Yeah, but we should. I think you need more than fifty percent. Do you want to be eliminated? I don't want to be eliminated. I wouldn't yeah, mind, actually. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind. I think Thanos was right. If I die, I just die. It's okay. Let's, let's yeah, play well. the, the lottery. Yeah. I mean, you're going to die at some point anyways. It's yeah. just too much effort to kill yourself, that's all. Because people yeah. will be like, like, your parents will be upset and everything. If exactly. I didn't have to worry about that, I wouldn't mind dying right now. Yeah. And somehow it's Thanos' responsibility. So just blame it all on him. Lah. Then if I die, I just die. Lah. Then if I live there, I yeah. just live in a better world. Lah. He was right. Speaking of endless bullshit, (laughs) (laughs) Pothma office have issued a correction notice that the allegation of a previously unknown COVID-19 variant is spreading to India from Singapore. This is false. There is no Singapore variant. So guys, what do we think also about the Indian minister who coined the term Singapore variant? He's right. He's absolutely right. There is a Singapore variant. If you if you if you are contracted with the Singapore variant, right? First thing, ah, uh, is you become very fucking meow. You become very fucking elitist, and you think that your your shit smells better than other people. Then you and become very And then the second kiasu. symptom, right? Second symptom is that you cannot say sorry ever, mm. ever, ever, ever. <laughs> and then and then you 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 have to go and serve two and a half years of NS if you're a guy. Yeah, and well, apparently more, this Singapore variant. Uh-huh. Mm. There's one more symptom. You will not clear your table after you're done eating. <laughs> yeah, what a terrible, like, <laughs> veil yeah, this is. It's worse it's than black fungus. Apparently, it's extremely dangerous for kids if we were to believe the Indian minister. But although, like, um, there's been this thing recently, right, where mm. I think we're not supposed to name India anymore. Have you guys realized? Yeah, that? yeah, there's, yeah. In, okay, the, in the press, there, there is the reason why, right? I fucking like cannot tahan this stupid fucking story because, right? We are down here, every but like there, we have all these SJWs and and woke activists, right? Getting all high and mighty, telling us that we shouldn't use terms like Indian variant or whatever. And then, right on the other end of the spectrum, right, we have the one of the top guys in India, one of their government whatever chief minister or whatever just happily just throwing around words like Singapore variant just complete fucking fabrication by the way and what we are supposed to just lay down and and, and, and accept that this is complete fucking nonsense well I mean like the point is that there is a lot of racism in Singapore right now towards Indian people and you don't want to exacerbate that it's yeah, like but- the, the Asian hate that's going around like with with people who looks like who look vaguely Chinese because it was the Wuhan virus, right? First of all, I think there's a bit of a missing like you're missing about two or three steps from there, lah. Okay. I think if you are gonna be racist, you're gonna be racist anyway. Whether or not you use yes. the term Indian variant, Chinese virus or whatever, right? Doesn't play a part uh, in any of this. And I think it's you know, like we are so concerned, right, about what words that we should use are uh, that we have completely neglected the meaning of the words that we are using entirely, you know. And explain. Well, I mean, it's basically you're so concerned about how you how you are seen using those words, using certain words, that we just cannot discuss the point anymore, you know. I, I think that's a huge problem. I really think that's a huge problem. When we talk about the Indian variant, right? Clearly, we are talking about the B16 whatever whatever fuck numbers, right? But who the fuck is going to remember all that goddamn numbers, okay? Like, they're coming up with all these, like, terms or whatever that they're trying to be as neutral as possible, but frankly, I don't give a shit. Uh. This variant is a triple-double mutant strain from India, okay? S- specifically, we can trace, it, trace its origin from there. We're just going to call it the Indian strain. It's just as simple as that. It's nothing to do with Indian people, right? We're not saying that it's the Indians who caused it. But this strain clearly came from a clearly 
defined geographical area on the map that we have demarcated as India, and therefore we call it the Indian strain. It's just like De- back back in the day, you call Spanish flu Spanish flu, right? <laughs> yeah, and we have like German measles, right? <laughs> we have a, the West Nile virus. We have a bunch of geographical uh, cent- geographical centric diseases and viruses and and bacteria that's named after them. So what what is the difference? Yeah, but here? you realize this is before the age of globalization, where we've got like massive populations of people living in other countries where they can no, be attacked. Not, not true. There's also uh, MERS, which is the yeah. Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, which is very recent and is still ongoing. Yeah, Middle East is not a country. Yeah, but it's still a geographical place, one. Yeah, but. No one was attacking like Middle Eastern people. Yeah, because there's no racism. Like, the, like the point right that I'm trying to make right is that the there is. I think you are just completely missing the point that there's been so many documented attacks on Asian people after the coronavirus problem appeared, and uh-huh. it was called the Wuhan flu. Okay, what makes you think right? And these two are linked the... together. Wait, wait. What is the link between these two? Okay, then can you tell me what is the not link between the people attacking the Indian people in Singapore? These are two completely different things. There are people attacking Indian people in Singapore. I That will I agree. And I agree that those people are racist. But what does it have to do with them using the word Indian strain or Indian variant? Because they clearly connect the origin of the virus to your ethnicity. So are you saying that if we don't use these words, the Indian people won't be attacked? I think they will be attacked less. I think they'll be attacked nonetheless. If you're racist, you're racist. La. You're not going to care about the tautology of words, right? You're not going to care about, oh man, now that people are using the word Indian variant, it's given me permission to go out and go and smack an Indian woman on the head. That is not how racism works, right? This is not like a... There's no tacit agreement that just because we've used certain words, then therefore it's, it's permissible to start being behaving in a certain way. I, I, I personally think, think that yeah, I think that uh, I'm going to cite a little bit more of Angie on this one because I really think that there are many people who are very stupid, and um, if if imagine if the if the variants were just being called like alpha variant, beta variant, gamma variant, and if those terms just somehow manage to permeate throughout society, the stupid people won't simply just won't link that to the country for some reason. Well, that's assuming there's no websites like the independent SG or whatever lah, right? First of all, I think right, you can that there's a there's a separate portion to this right that let's say for example we call it the B one six two one four whatever right we can call it all of that but we still can say this this comes from India yeah you can do that okay so then are you saying right that we cannot ever say that where this strain ever comes from because that could also be used to justify racist attack no there is a very different connotation to calling it an Indian virus versus a virus that came from India. Okay. That already, or like I rest it, my case. So you, 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 have, you have said it perfectly. These two things, right, are so fucking synonymous. They are equal on both sides. And right now we are quibbling, right, about some... This is not the discussion that we should be having. La. I mean, frankly speaking. This is well, equal we on both sides. we wouldn't be having this discussion if, like, racist people aren't so stupid. <sighs> wow. We shouldn't uh-huh. also determine, right, what we can or cannot say based on the most racist among us. <laughs> okay? Because if that was the case, then I also cannot say, for example, breasts, because there might be sexist men out there who will fondle breasts. Um, or I cannot say butts, because Dan Wong might go out and start fondling butts. We, we definitely cannot base our behavior on the lowest among us. That's a good point, too. I think I there, there's a there's there's got to be a demarcation between intent and uh, when using the word, right? Like you you have some there are some times where you have to use certain things, descriptive term nouns and what whatnot to to say something or to explain something, and there's no way you can get away from it. If that that word also happens to be uh, illicit, you know, offense in certain certain. Uh, Groups, whether it's ethnic, ethnicity, gender, or whatnot, then are we gonna have to resign that that word to history? It it I'm I'm not I'm not saying that those groups or the ethnicity or whatever doesn't matter. It's just that sometimes, for the sake of discussion or for the sake of debate, you need you need to have those 
options open and you have to really see the intent behind the word or rather the intent behind the usage of the word before... Well, I'm can... not asking you to call everybody who calls it the Indian variant a racist because clearly, yeah, clearly most people are not. Clearly most people are not. I'm just saying but... that sometimes using words like this would have unintended consequences. But that's the thing, you see, that's the thing again, isn't it? You're, you're basing the lowest common denominator just because the lowest common denominator so like why are why this, are people so be... angry that the the indian people are, are naming like one of one of the one of it like the singapore variant it's because you know you will be parias in the world right no you, no, no, no people no. will like i am angry about hear... it right because because we are not allowed to use the indian variant but then the minister can use the singapore variant that's what i'm angry about it's just a double standard that I okay. cannot use, to, but other people can use. <laughs> to to be fair, to be fair, I I think he was shut down pretty quickly. I, even in India, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yes, sure. But they, he went out don't... and then like said more stuff. I, that I don't know. After that like, I, know. I think their foreign ministry came out to say something against him, and then like yeah. he doubled down. Yeah. Somehow. So so I mean, it, officially they were uh, they are also kind of re- rebuking him. I'm fine with that. Okay, I digress, but you know how we always make fun of Je- Jerry last time when he's like, oh, I'm going to go to shit, and he went off to shit in the middle of a podcast? Yeah. yeah. That was uh, one time in three fucking years, guys. Correct, correct. One and time. you know what, Jerry, I'm going to join your ranks. Um, okay. <laughs> if I come back and you guys are still on, uh, good. If not, then wait, bye-bye. Wait, wait. Uh, wait. Oh, you have a magical moment? Yes, I, I, he's, I do. He's having his magical moment now. I don't have to this, say it on this podcast. I don't have to say it on this okay. podcast. Okay. You better come back for the fucking chair, that you. Wait, this episode, right, has gone on for an hour. I think we can basically stop it. Unless, okay, we go one round quickly, then after Dan Wong, you go a uh, magical moment. After magical moment, then you f- quickly go to the toilet, okay? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I can't no. hold it. I can't <laughs> hold it. <laughs> I have to go now. This is shameful. Don't you put this it. in the podcast. You hold it. You hold it for five fucking minutes, you, you dirty hobo. <laughs> Jerry, any last things you want to say? No, I'm good. Angie. <laughs> I feel like saying something just so I can prolong this moment so that like Dan won't shit his pants. By all means, please go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dan Wong, give us your magical moment, then go and take a shit. I think he's gone. <laughs> no, no, he's still here. Window. I can hear I can hear him. You look out okay. the window. Mm-hmm. Nuclear apocalypse. So what's happening is that fire is raining from the sky. It can be a nuclear apocalypse, it can be God raining his fiery judgment upon the people of the world. You look to your left, somebody's burning in flame and running around. You look to the right, another person's getting eaten up by plague and locusts. The world is ending and soon you will come to know a very painful, horrifying death. As you are pondering these these thoughts, as you are shivering in fear of your life, who is to burst into the room but... Ng Yat Chung, the former <laughs> former SPH CEO. He's still the S- he's still the SPH CEO. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> this is for, post-apocalypse. Yeah. Okay, oh, post-apocalypse. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, 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 yeah, future, yeah. Everything future. is okay, okay, everything okay. is getting destroyed. Yeah, right. He, he bursts into the room and he he's he's topless and he's running around in his underwear. <laughs> yeah, but you clearly recognize him, and he said, "I I have come to save you." He says, "You are the chosen one." He says, he says, oh, you're the chosen one. And then as he's talking, right, his mole underneath his eye, it, 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 it shines like a beacon, like a star. And then he, 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 he puts his hand on his breast, on his big fat hairy moob. And then, and then he lifts, lifts it up. He lifts up his moob. And then, he, and then he, the camera zooms in and you see that underneath his moob, right, there is like a, like a world. Uh, there's another world. It's like uh, the size of... It's like another Singapore. And inside there, you can see like the greats, like the people from the past, Albert Einstein, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart living inside. You know, And then he's like, I, I am the bearer of the world of the immortality. All you need to do is to say yes, and then you will live in my sweaty moops forever and avert the apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't said it. I haven't said the. So the thing is that you look inside, then you notice that, you know, the people there aren't entirely happy. They, 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 they live in a world that's constantly dank and sweaty and, and smells, and smells of Eunyak Chung's, you know, unwashed sweat. <laughs> they, they, they are, they are, they are, they're fine. They're healthy people, but they're, they are very uncomfortable. And, you know, they have nothing, there's nothing much to, to eat there except for 
sebum, sebaceous glands, dead skin, dander, you know. And then what you do is that you roast these little pieces of of his uh, dying bacon, and then you roast it over a fire, and then you eat it. It's it's not it's not a good existence, but it's an immortal existence. And then you get to see all the greats of history, Wh- whoever you think of, the two hundred greatest people in history, are all living there, having accepted his his plea for for immortality. Uh, Michael Jackson, Kurt Cobain, all the greats. He looks into your eyes. His mole shines up like a beacon. He says, "Will you come with me?" Into into the man breast world. I'm gonna Will jump out the window me? and fall to my death <laughs> immediately. What? I, yeah, I was, no I, was what? On, I was on board until the sebum fucking fried yeah. sebum and the dead skin. Yeah, I think I just like kill myself already. Fuck! I ruined hypothetical. Uh, you you don't have to kill yourself, Angie. We just stand there and then the the apocalypse will come to you. No, I need to wash. I need to wash like this memory out of my brain forever. You know <laughs> you what I'll do? No, I think. No, I don't want to suffer, see, Jerry. You don't understand this. Uh, I want okay. death to be swift. I want it I to see. be on my own terms. I would rather kill myself. But okay. Angie, why why would you want to live live in a? It's just a little bit uncomfortable. It's not say like, it's just a bit smelly, and then you just have to like eat eat bacon every what day. What is the point? Then you get to talk to the 200, 200 of your greatest. I don't know historical figures. I barely figures. have the motivation to live right now where I am not doing like eating sebum. Okay. <laughs> it tastes like, like it. What is it, the motivation to like live mushrooms. if I have to do that? It okay. tastes like mushrooms, Angie. Sebum isn't that no, bad. It you're tastes de- like mushrooms. You're desperately trying to save your mango. <laughs> yeah, sweaty, this is, yeah, no, this is hypothetical. a really bad like, hypothetical. Yeah. I think that your shit has gone to your brains that yeah. long this time. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Out there, there'll be people in the Discord, in the audience, in the audience members, in the, on Facebook who say that they will take uh, the sweaty Ngyachung immortality. You you guys are just fucking nihilists. Okay, okay. Fuck go take your shit. Go take your shit. Okay. <laughs> go take your shit. And that shall be the end of today's episode. Thank you all for listening in. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, do all the fun stuff. Join our Discord. You can get an invite to the Discord on Facebook and on Instagram. That will be the end. Thank you all for listening in and we shall see you next time. Goodbye. Okay, bye. bye.